0: Hi, I'm James. I'm Stephen. I'm Terence, and we are the, the Higher life, life, a show where we talk about careers in tech, professional development, entrepreneurship, and life outside nine five. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Higher Life podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to cope with stress and avoid burnout in the corporate environment, which we feel is a very timely topic given given the state of the world and the economy. Um, you know, unfortunately, lot, lots of people around the world have have been impacted by recent layoffs and you know as a consequence of that a lot of a lot of colleagues ourselves included you know we 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 find ourselves picking up a lot of a lot of the work right it, it, we're yeah. doing the job of four or five people you know because of the reduced headcount internally so and you know, a lot of people are going through it, and and you know we want to talk about some of the tactics and strategies that we've learned throughout the years, being in high pressure environments on how we cope with um, corporate stress and avoid burnout. So without further ado, maybe i'll I'll kick it off to. let's say Steve, start with far left. So maybe maybe talk about your your experience in your career, you know, the times times that have been most stressful for you. Um, you know, feel free to share some stories and how you maybe initially reacted and then learned to cope eventually.
1: Yeah. I mean, in, in the, in the tech recruitment space, I think if you haven't, if you don't know already, it's, it's sales, right? It's pure sales driven. And with that stress with, with sales, there's targets and the, the targets is where I think a lot of people feel the stress from firstly. And then in addition to that, uh, you you also get internal pressure from your stakeholders. You have people barking up your tree, breathing down your neck, and um, on top of that, you're you're competing, right? And the fact that it's a competition in general, you know that feeling of, you know, when you're about to line it up and before the gun goes off, you're just you're just kind of scared, anxiety, the anxiety, nervous, the anxiety yeah. and you're just kind of like, you have to be in the zone. You have to have the proper mindset. And I would say that in the early part of my career, in when we started in the agency world, that's kind of Where a lot of the stress came from is the fact that it's a competitive environment it's sales driven and there's targets those three and um i remember like one of the most stressful times is like we were we would work i think there was one day we came on with a weekend to work that's how stressful it was it was was so much workload and looking back i think i acknowledge now is the the first company worked for they ran a really lean ship a very lean ship and when a company runs lean you know, there's you're doing the work of maybe two or three people equivalent in like maybe a different environment and that's kind of what we faced. And I remember there's one time where we were assigned a position and we had a deadline of tomorrow and this is like six PM. I didn't find someone and I remember making a call at like eight PM on a weekday to find that candidate and it felt really good. But at the same time, you know, stress is also dependent on yourself as well. It depends how tough you are as an individual. I'm personally very tough on myself so like if i'm i don't want to miss a deadline that's just the nature that i am and um yeah i remember it just i knew i just had to do it and had to cope with it regardless and i it felt good delivering but at the same time it was it was rough it takes a toll on your body mentally like i remember i think there was a period of time where i was just gaining a lot of weight because you just eat like trash i think that's a byproduct of of stress i stress eat so I, i eat a lot of chips and i'm sure you guys know like junk food and um yeah like usually i would cope with stress by just working out and just hanging out with friends but you couldn't you can't really do that when work is piling up you know
0: so totally agree with you um you know in high pressure environments when you have that sort of pressure on yourself to to deliver and not miss those deadlines it's a lot of things kind of fall through the cracks and taking care of yourself i think has to has to be priority through those times if you were to tell your younger self like go back in that situation tell yourself anything like what what would you say like uh, top maybe top three coping strategies tactics mechanisms uh, like just things to keep in mind as you go through emotion
1: one. that's a tough one I, I i'm thinking about that and i don't know like naturally speaking i'm i'm like hard on myself so it's really maybe realize and then actually one coping mechanism that really helped is realize the bigger picture no one as long as no one's dying literally what's the worst thing that can happen always thinking about the worst case scenario and like you know accepting the fate and dealing with it as it comes i think that's that's key it's just kind of accepting that it's the worst case isn't as bad as what you think it is and if you're okay with the worst case then there goes a lot of stress um be just a second thing is building i think just it comes with time is just you, you, you develop tough skin i think that naturally comes and i wish someone Kept telling me that, like, don't worry, it gets a lot easier and it, it did get easier. And I think I did have some people tell me it's easy, but at the same time, it's it was still stressful. It's hard to avoid. Um, third thing to help cope with stress, I would say, is uh, take your vacation. Here's a story I, I, I remember having when I was put in training in the first year. Um, I showed up to a, I think it was a time management course and I sat at this table and there's this gentleman dressed up in a suit he has a Rolex on. I noticed the watch and I was like, oh, this guy must be successful. And then I found out during that course, he was, a, he was a divorce lawyer. So he sees a lot of stuff and as a result of stress, you can, you know, divorces happen, I'm sure. And he was forced to attend this time management course because his wife said he needed to manage his time better, <laughs> ironically, ironically speaking. And um, I remember one key thing, one key takeaway that I still take away till this day. Um, I asked at the end of, like, this was when I was really young, straight out of university, right? So I asked him, Hey man, like one piece of what's one piece of advice you would give to yourself, like to someone young, entering the corporate environment, going into a stressful environment, and he said, Take time off. This is coming from a corporate lawyer. That's all he said, and it really stuck with me. I'm like, if a corporate lawyer uh, not sorry, a divorce lawyer is telling you to take time off, then he must have seen a lot of stuff, you know, to tell that. And I think taking time and knowing that you should take time off, it the work will always be there. You know, that's one, that's another useful lesson that I think someone told me in the industry is like the work will always be there. It's knowing when to walk away and go home and enjoy your life. I think those are the things for me, at least. Yeah.
0: And to add to that, I, I say that when you're taking that time off, it's really important to take that time off. Do not log back on. Don't check your laptop. Don't check emails. Don't pick up calls, work calls. Um, it's really important to reset. And, and, you know, I I feel like, you know, saying all this, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the best at it because I've been guilty. I've been that person where, and I, and I actually did this. I, I took time off and the entire road trip, I was on the phone the entire day trying to close a deal. And in retrospect, it just wasn't worth it. You know, it, like I didn't come back feeling refreshed. And this is something that I feel even now I still, truthfully, still struggle with, like taking time off and feeling like not feeling guilty about it. Um, but it's so important. I feel like it's so important, especially in a high-pressure environment, to really have that just mental reset. Just log off, forget about everything, forget about work, yeah. and then Don't come look back at your phone.
2: Don't, Don't look at your work phone. I mean, Don't look at emails.
1: Easier said than done, right? Like easier easier than said than I think done. we were just talking about it earlier, how like, <coughs> you get so much, even just getting Slack messages is stressful. Oh, yeah? Right? Like getting pinged by, yeah, or having having things come into the environment that aren't supposed to be in the environment is—it's—it is just leads yep. to stress. <laughs> um, was, we have a special guest.
0: Yeah, we have a special guest <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, on the lap. But you, you know what's funny, and I don't know if you remember this, Steve. When we were in Thailand, we were sitting in Phuket uh, on a rooftop having drinks, and you were actually on your phone working. And I forget why. I can't remember if that was like our P-Club year, maybe, but I remember, I remember that and thinking man, it sucks to be him right
1: now. <laughs> Cause work, work is life, you know, I, I, at least at yeah. that time. And you realize, I mean, that's a, that's an early, uh, I don't want to call it a mistake an error, but like, it's, it's one of those things in early career. You think you throw everything you got at your job. Right. And yeah. that's what I did. And over time you kind
2: of learned it. I, I think it's like when you're young, you want to prove yourself to, to yourself and to others and to your peers. And, you, that's why you want to put all that work into it, and you want to put your entire effort, like 110%, all the time, just because you're you're so young and you and you want to be known as a good worker and all that type of stuff. So that's why you you stress yourself out and you you put so much pressure on yourself because of it.
1: Yeah, I guess. How about you, James? Like, how was it? How was it back then versus making the transition to corporate? Like, how did how were the differences in stress level and how did you cope with the?
2: Stress? Oh yeah, I think it's it's such a huge difference when it comes to I would say like work life balance from like a sales driven environment to a corporate like more corporate environment. Sales, like you said, it's so competitive, and sometimes you're competitive. To yourself because you want to continuously do better you're competitive to other companies but then you're also competitive to people in your own company which is so crazy so like you're competing with everyone all the time and there's no bricks when it comes to competition because if you're not getting that deal or getting that higher than someone else's and if especially if you're compensation is based off of how competitive you are and how good you are, then you you have no option but to be as competitive and work even harder than the next guy. And I think that's really, when it comes to work and competition, especially in sales, that's all it really is. You're working harder than the next guy. And if everyone around you is working like crazy, then you have to be alongside with them because there's no way that you're in a sales environment, you're working like five, six hours, everyone else is working 12 hours and like you're doing better than them. There's like no way, I would say. So it's really about the work environment and who you surround yourself with. So if everyone else is competitive, everyone else is working crazy hours, you're doing the same thing and that's where we came from and that's the type of environment the agency and sales kind of anything commission-based kind of takes you and then once you go salary and that's where all your money comes from and it's not based off of you know how competitive you are or how hard you work um to like in regards in comparison to other competitive people then it becomes a lot less stressful and like a lot better and to your point, you know, for me, when I was dealing with a lot of stress and all the competitiveness, like, I stress ate, and I also drank a lot of alcohol, so I had, like, multiple bad vices where I was just, like, eating a lot and drinking a lot, and so my health deteriorated to a point where I just couldn't deal with it anymore, and I ended up quitting, and so, like, sometimes it gets to a point where you have to know when to remove yourself from the environment, and Prioritize your health, and like when you're younger and you're super energetic and like you you want to prove yourself, you'll you'll be able to put in that work. But you get to a point in your life where like, is this worth my health? And if the answer is no, then you gotta you gotta move on. Yeah,
1: sometimes the juice just isn't worth squeezing. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah, so. totally agree. I feel like I.
0: For me, that that hits home because I feel like I learned that the hard way when I ruptured my Achilles. Ah, uh-huh, You yeah. know, it's I still don't walk the same day because of that. Sacrificed my health, gained a lot of weight, didn't really take care of myself, and then the moment I tried to get back into it, it's, my body caught up. It's like, yeah, no, that's no, true, <laughs> no, no, that's not who you are right now. <laughs> so, I think removing yourself from an environment that's causing you know tremendous amount of stress and leading to burnout it's a good strategy because when you think of you know your career it's not just the one job that you have right now in this moment your career can be 20 30 years long right however old you are today so you don't want this experience this environment that you're in today to jade your i don't know your 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 vision of what corporate life or whatever professional life really is like it maybe it's just you in this moment in this environment it just doesn't work so you need to remove yourself from it yeah before you lose yourself
2: and sometimes like when you're young and you're at your first job you're you're pretty naive you you think that like your company is like this is how it works everywhere this is like this <laughs> is sure. normal 100 for sure right you you're so naive for like years and years and then once you leave and you go somewhere else like oh that was just a terrible workplace. <laughs> you're like oh what are you trying to say james (laughs) like not everybody works you know 10 to 12 hours a day and works weekends and works you know all these like crazy competitive high pressure environments so other people you know other companies care about work-life balance and mental health and things of that nature
1: yeah i will say not always but sometimes i mean i think i can say it sometimes too like sometimes the grass is a little bit greener on the other side of what you think you know if you don't know what you don't know, do yeah, point, right? and
2: but that's the thing, like you're right, sometimes the grass isn't greener, but at least at least you got to try at least more than one company, like if you're stuck in one company from graduation forever, like you' never know what yeah. the differences are going to be, and so I do feel a little bad for people who have been at the same exact company for their entire life, and they they have no idea they'll never know, right,
1: yeah. Curious to know from your side, Terrence, because of all three of us, you you have family stresses because you're you know you're a fresh dad and right. how was how and has how that, that
2: a, Like, does it increase scale more stress? Uh, I mean, because
1: that's a full time job on its own, right? It is. So.
2: It is.
0: I can't downplay that at all. I I, I feel like you just you learn to you, you learn to cope it's just i feel like the stresses of being a parent far outweigh the stress of a corporate job because when you mm. say it's not a corporate job isn't life or death but if you don't take care of your baby that, that's, that is that's a true. Life that's true. so um you know for me going back into the corporate world after taking my pat leave it was a bit of an adjustment because a i was very sleep deprived still am operating on three mo- three hours of sleep right now um but you just learn to i th- i feel like mentally there's a shift there where you just learn to manage that stress a bit better you you really what you said earlier Steve about like you know your professional job not not being like we're not surgeons we're not saving lives it's not the end of the world if you don't hit that deadline like that that actually starts to like ingrain itself mm. i know, reality I know the in, reality sinks in the reality sinks in like you you say it but, like, until that really sinks in, I don't think you feel it. And I think it's that, it's that shift in mindset. Like, when you really let that sink in for a second, it takes some of the stress away from the job itself. And you know that's going to be okay. Because I think half the battle with the stress and anxiety comes from just overthinking. It's like, okay, what if I miss this deadline, oh man, what's going to happen to me? It's the end of the world
1: pressures right too from
2: right, uh, right. you
1: know management right mm-hmm. management make it sound worse than it is i remember there were so many times we've all had stories and one story i remember is remember like i dropped the we did well, not drop the ball it's just we didn't close a position and one of the account executives made it sound like it was the end of the world and i'm like come on man there's uh yeah. people people are dying of hunger out there and here we yeah, are that's st- true like st- like you're yelling at me for for something that we totally we did everything we could and you're making it sound like it's the end of the world that we're going to lose the account like some cases yes but like this case no you know like um so yeah
0: so so you know for me it's going back to work it actually i don't know it's not that i'm any less stressed it's just now i'm um there's clarity in what my true north is and for me it's like Mm, you know i will do anything and everything for my child there's nothing that you can tell me at work about my my delivery my effort that doesn't align with what i'm trying to provide for my kids so if at the end of the day i know i gave it my all i'm okay with that i'm actually content with that you know like the younger me was obviously very very competitive you know it 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 was about being the the guy you know hitting certain yeah
2: the best of the best yeah
0: milestones like in terms of like dollar figure values or like there was a number like always a target Mm -hmm. now it's it's shifted a little you know obviously there's still that drive and and want to succeed and be better than average like that pressure that that pressure that i put on myself never goes away i think it's just there's people out there that are probably like me where you know it's just in your nature right it's just who you are um but now it's just i have i'm clear i'm clear in what i'm doing it for and i at the end of the day if i can Shut off the laptop and just look at my kid and just seem yeah. seems smile at me. It's it's. I feel, I feel like I've done a great job, regardless of whether or not the results were there. <laughs> like, I, I know that's funny to say, but like, it, it, there's a certain standard when it comes to yeah. the quality of work that I feel like I can produce. I'll always hold myself to that and regardless of whether or not i hit that deadline i'll always strive to but i know what's really important deep down and that's Mm -hmm. removed some of the the corporate stress from my life
2: Um, no you you prioritize right what's important yeah and And then to your point about like shutting down the laptop like how do you guys feel about setting boundaries like i've been really much better at setting boundaries at work between work and life now that I did way back then when I first started with regards to like shutting down at 5 p.m. Like done work, not working any extra hours on the weekends or even at evenings type of thing. Like I've been really good at that now and it was, it's, I had to develop that practice over years uh, and it's really helped with my stress. But I know back then I was like, Five o'clock, that's, that's when work starts. <laughs> and like, I, even though you started at 8 a.m. and like, you just keep going and going and going, you're, the, the lines between work and life was always blurred back then. But now I feel like it is a clear like line that I, would, I made.
1: I would kind of disagree, if anything, with yeah? you on, on the blurred piece. Because I think with the whole remote thing, I think it got blurred, t- to be mm, honest. Like for point. me, I my mentality, and it always was, is like I would have stayed back in... like when things were on site and in office, I would yep. stay until the work is done so that the second I leave, I can just leave everything at work and physically feel that I'm going home. That's, that's, that was me. And then when I worked, work from home, I felt like some there were times where it just never ended Really, because you got back the time in the commute. So you're like, Oh, I'm here anyways. Why not just squeeze an hour in? I, I did and hear I, about that. Yeah. But I will, I will also admit like, <clears throat> was it less stressful? I would say, Yes, because people are digitally yelling at you instead of in-person yelling <laughs> at you. There's no, I, I will tell you this to anyone like entering their careers, like there's no different, there's like, it's a different experience having someone yell at you from a couple feet away in person telling you to stop doing what you're doing and shut the front door and um, just like re yell in person. It's different than virtual. I think that stress true. alone, like you hide behind a screen, right? I, I've there have been times where you're looking at your Slack and it's like, shut the front door, Steve. Other times like that? I've had, has there been times? In, in person? <laughs> no, on Slack. No, no, no. I don't. I don't get that on Slack. I work for a great company. So um, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. We treat people with respect and kindness. But there are people that you will run into in your career that will like just talk like they're in person and it's, it's rough. Right. And that's, that's what I mean when I disagree with you on that part. It's just drawing the line. I felt like when I, I was at home, it was, somewhat less stressful that the work was just but work was still you, there but
2: do you think it's a good thing that your line is blurred while working remotely
1: no personally no i i preferred going it's just it's just a personality of myself yeah. though I, I feel like because i don't even for studying for example i like to be out of the house to study to get in the zone same yeah. with work if i'm at you home, want to separate the environment correct. i think we had this chat in the past in yeah. the previous podcast of hybrid and stuff like that but personally i like separating it and it stresses me out that I'm at home because it feels like it's still work
2: yeah well that's my you point I mean? it's like you need that separation and those boundaries set in order to have a better so how, how did you do
1: it how did you separate because you were you were remote for a while you were working at one of the companies that yeah. supported remote what was your what are some strategies that you implemented to help you cut it off at five or whatever yeah the time no I had,
2: I had really good strategies where I would be doing a lot of walks uh, throughout the day like multiple walks throughout the day to be able to you know separate my environment a little bit i had a like an area where i just did my work and work only versus where i did like my personal stuff and i always always shut down at five and so i made it like a, a habit of mine where like you couldn't even like you set you out of office after five but like nobody <laughs> if someone even e- emails you just think you get the out of office right so like you really set those boundaries and set up your calendar like Really, really strict to a point where like it automates itself essentially.
1: Do you feel that would have worked in your previous companies? Like, sp- obviously, we worked in you worked in small and big and yeah. large. Um, like, would it? It is depends it, like, on like, what, the, all companies. It, it, well, or? No, it,
2: it really depends on the environment and um, and the company that you work with. Some of them are more open to making sure that you have that time and space to to do work-life balance and others are like like i said if you're in a very competitive environment very sales driven even when you're virtually or not virtually like some of the times it just doesn't matter especially you want to get that deal you want to get that commission like you have to do what you have to do in order to make a living and that's the difference between you know the sales driven commission environment versus a salary corporate environment oh yeah makes sense
0: yeah, I mean, being in a sales world for so long, I feel like the lines have always been blurred, and right. I've just learned to, I don't know, I've i have adjusted, I guess you could say. Um, it, it, I'll admit, though, when we went fully remote because of, you know, the whole vid situation, um, it, it was a bit of an adjustment because it felt like there was no separation. It was like work never ended because there was nothing to do also. Like, what was there to do? You can't go outside anyways. you might as well just work but you know now now i feel like i've actually learned to cope a little bit better um i don't know if i necessarily have a hard stop but because i'm working from home i'll go for that walk now you know like i'll take that break 15 20 minutes you know you're not under that constant pressure in a sales office environment where everyone's maybe hammering out the phones and people are watching you kind of feel like you have to keep up the optics when you're at home you get to really
2: have a, m- more, a little bit more autonomy
0: a little yeah. bit more autonomy not not to say that i don't i didn't already have that especially when you have a good manager yeah. you're given that flexibility and freedom like they trust you right but it, it, for me it was i there used to be like this sense of guilt about taking a step away to take that yeah. break now i don't feel it now like for me it's mentally i i sort of understand that like at this time and stage in my life i need that i need that break to to refresh and come back mentally ready to go like i'd rather take that break come back and ready to play my a game than struggle through exactly. and be a b or c player it just doesn't make sense it's not a win for anybody if if i operate in that way right so you know i'll 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 go for breaks, and then I, knowing that I'll make that time back, whether it's after 5 or maybe on a weekend, doesn't matter. I just know that, like, I'll get my work done, yeah. and I feel good about that. Um, the one hard rule that I did set for myself at some point, this was early in my career, um, was no checking emails in bed.
2: Oh, oh that's, that's, a good sli- rule. that's a slippery
0: slope. Yeah, once so you start, once you, start, uh, you uh, can't uh, stop, right? Yeah. I, yep. There were times where, like, I'm about to go to bed, I see an email, mm. and there goes my night. I'm yeah. not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I made that. I made a rule for myself because I've always had trouble sleeping. So I, once I'm in bed, I won't check my emails. Yeah, Better on you.
2: That's good. That's a good rule. Yeah, I but, need my sleep. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like just setting your own boundaries, knowing you, like yourself, and I think that really helps because if you don't set any boundaries, your just gonna, your whole life is going to be work.
1: You're not wrong. I mean, there's one time where i laughing because you're talking about batteries and like checking emails and stuff. And I remember I'd be going to the gym at 6.30 on a Friday.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: There's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a story. So I, I I would go to the gym at 6.30 on a Friday, okay? Like this is 6.30 on a Friday, end of the work week. And I'd get a call from my manager or boss just to tell me, hey, we got to we gotta close this down. And I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a Friday. I'm at the gym. Yeah. Can yep. this not wait till Monday? And, you know, I was just like, <laughs> he pushed back and said the client need to get it done and um i was like it's a friday like why are we doing this on a friday i i did it anyways and um it was, it was stressful because it's unneeded stress on a friday it's true and the work week even if we get back to the client on a friday at 6:30 p.m they're not going to check until monday realistically most of the no. time they're not so no. i don't know that was unnecessary stress in my opinion when um like checking emails and stuff actually it wasn't even me checking an email i got a call yeah. so <laughs> that's one thing that you always kind of forget like i don't. like it's I yeah guess but some, you
2: didn't have to answer that's true he's you didn't have call. to he's, answer he's, i'm he's, just saying you're, he's I'm gonna say fair
1: but but <laughs> no my boss you never know you know yes, we have a great relationship <laughs> with him maybe he's calling me for a beer you know uh, I guess give him the so. benefit of the doubt it, it would have been first time or last time you know how many
0: yeah. times did you get a call for a beer on friday night
1: after from that, I realized, I realized not, enough, not enough times to Oh, to so so young out. and naive. <laughs> not enough times to pick
2: up. <laughs> but, but, but,
1: like, yeah, it's just de stress. Sometimes you just can't, like, like they're calling you. It must be urgent. Like, there's nothing you got. There's only there's well, like so much you can like, do.
2: Like, to your point and to your point about consequences, like, we're not saving lives. Right? I
1: agree. And I tried to say, I was like, who's, where's the fire, buddy? Where's the fire? <laughs> like, where's the fire? Where, where's the fire I got to put out? Um, but my lesson from that, it was just, like... Yeah, push push back and just say, "Is anyone dying? I, Is, I anyone, should, dying? Is anyone dying? Is anyone dying?
2: Yeah, let's let's wait till Monday and no, then no he one's was dying.
1: he was very adamant. He's lucky he was my like you know the boss, boss, the big boss. You know, if he was some other account executive over like someone else, I would have been like, you know what, go fly a kite. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's Friday. Like, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll tackle yeah. it Monday. But yeah, there are times where, but then yeah, I remember the complete opposite. I've had managers where it's like, hey, it's a Friday, work on a Monday. Yeah, right. Yeah." I totally get where you're coming from, though. It's like big boss and... <laughs> big, big boss. And that's just a stakeholder. It's like... You it's, only push back so many times. On, uh,
0: like, I can totally see myself being in sales. If I needed something done and it was a Friday, I'd call you two. <laughs> oh, like, God. Steve, I need this done now. <laughs> now. <laughs> it's going to be a no for me. <laughs> it's, it's
2: My boundaries have been set. <laughs> it
1: depends. Depends on the company size, I feel like. If you're in a smaller company, it's hard to say no. But when you're a big company, you can, like, you know... You can. Th- there's not much they can. I do. mean, it's, <laughs> it's
0: still surprising when it happens. Like I, this this time last year, I I was I was that person calling somebody and saying, "Hey, <laughs> what goes around, I calls need this around? Done
1: <laughs> Now, no, I, you and know, like, I, no, that, I gotta I gotta you know, go to dinner. You know, you know what that is. That usually is the case. It's poor planning, you know, on the the person's
0: point, you know. It wasn't poor planning. It was more. It was more like negotiations <laughs> took a <laughs> while. negotiations <laughs> took a while, and you know, it took a while. It could wait until Monday. It like wait until Monday. <laughs> what's one day? What's what's forty eight hours? We right? couldn't. We actually couldn't. It end was of end of year. We we
2: had a sometimes clock it that happens. Was you know,
1: that's 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 part of the job. I feel like. what well, yeah. you know what I'd say. C- sales, there's pressure, but in in like full time salary jobs, I think there's pressure too because the expectation is, hey, we're paying you whether you work seven hours or eight hours we're going to bug you i've seen it some companies they can't can't say for us but i, like I haven't seen
2: it but i in I, fact, think, one, I can see some other i, I functions. think it, it probably
1: depends on size of company
2: size of company right. and like what function you're in
1: industry yeah like uh, for example today i know this morning you know we were having lunch a nice little lunch downtown and someone else i know was having a meeting at 9:30 on a saturday
2: whoa she was stressed. What well, function? Finance? finance.
1: This is finance world. So, if
2: it's like fiscal year end and you're in finance, I can see th- I can how s- those deadlines and those pressure requires you to work extra and work outside of your normal hours. So I can see that. But at the same finance. time,
1: I I think the manager could have, in my opinion, maybe
2: do a late later meeting on Friday, you know, and yeah. s-
1: spare the Saturday because Saturday and is spare the Saturday. Yeah. Saturday night. It's rough. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a. I lied. I, I've worked on Saturday. <laughs> we've all worked on Saturdays. Not by choice, really, to be honest. It wasn't by choice. It wasn't even, it was more like volunteered hey, we have this project, we need people, and we need to all come in. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. But anyway. suffice <laughs> to say, like, I asked both of you, like, all the extra hours, all the evenings and weekends, and all the extra effort that you put in, was it worth it?
1: I knew you were going to ask that. Terrence, go first.
0: <sighs> That's a tough one. That is. I feel uh, because I'm leaning towards yes, and I don't really? I, and I don't want to say it, <laughs> okay, but I feel like reasoning. yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like the results were there. I was happy personally with the results. So was the team. We got the job done. Yeah, right? but so it wasn't for nothing. Okay, right. Um, I think if i if i were to knock on anything like just it's like what happens afterwards after you sacrifice that one day on a weekend like is is your management team coming back and saying hey we know you took one for the team we're going to give you one back like how you're compensated for it so it's, it's 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 little things like that and if you're in a good environment you know it, there there should be some of that reciprocated right but if I it's if saying. it's not, then maybe if it's not reciprocated, yeah, if it's not reciprocated, then maybe it's time to to really take a look at where you are and see if it makes sense to remove yourself from that environment, from that situation. I,
2: okay, I can agree with that reasoning. Right. If it's reciprocated and like they the company or your manager gives yeah. gives you whatever back from whatever you sacrificed, then yeah. that's fair. Because
0: I like I don't mind working hard. I, I I'm a firm believer that teamwork makes the dream work if we're all in the trenches together and we achieve something great but if we're making sacrifices you know i i would hope you would hope that you know that's being recognized and you know whether it's a hey you lost a day so we're going to give you a day off like in return like whatever that reciprocation is like i'm i'm hoping there's some of that and if there isn't and it's just like work 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 all the way through just wear multiple hats until you can't then it's like hey you you need to you need to take a moment for yourself and just really really think whether or not you're so, in the right environment in the right place so one
2: you. counter to this like how often do you think that happens overall in the corporate world where the company does like even like get back give you like give that back to you from all the sacrifices that you do and I'm not talking about just personal experience but what do you think about just every Corporate like worker in general, like in uh, corporate company.
1: Dude, I think it's manager to manager. I, guess, I think it's i by case. I'm thinking
2: it's, think I, I don't think it's not the. I don't think it's majority. I think majority of managers and companies won't give you that back. They'll let you sacrifice and then they'll keep squeezing until there's nothing left. That's my personal opinion on overall. It could be I, mean, so I have you a more be, pessimistic yeah, view might, of it but
1: yeah, I mean you might be you might be right, but i i I think it's case to case I mean have you oh I, for sure I, I think case we've case. all heard, yeah, I don't know it's inconclusive i I wouldn't be able to put a number on it or like but you know, i I'm
2: thinking, I'm thinking it's higher than fifty percent on not getting it, it back
1: probably, yeah, because at the end of the day something's being exchanged, you know what I mean you're getting time for money, so because of that that alone should merit like you're you're getting paid for the stress. Yeah, maybe
0: that's the mentality. I feel like, from personal experience, I've been fortunate to have some pretty great managers. People like the people that I that I report to, the ones where I really see them as leaders. Like they've they've been very understanding, and, and they do reciprocate in some good. way, shape, or form. But I do recognize that, like, it's probably not the case majority across the board. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I to anyone that's listening, I will say that that there's there there is hope out there it's not there's hope if no for sure if, if, if you happen to be reporting to someone that's a good manager poor, well, or the, not so good
2: well that's the thing right like yeah do you think there's more good managers out there than bad managers that's that's the, <laughs> that's a tough one that's, that's a tough, tough one. one that's right? a tough one yeah case by case i feel like it's
0: kind of to your point earlier though about like sticking to one company versus you know diversifying your yeah skill skill set and seeing what's out there, right? Joining other companies, reporting to different managers, different teams. You don't have to leave a company. You could leave the team and maybe cross into a different department, pick up a different role. Um,
2: You you don't know know until you try. You don't know until you try. You don't know until you try.
0: try. Right? So, you know, I think going back to the main topic, coping with corporate stress, avoiding burnout, it's tactics like that, right? Just understanding like what is it in your environment that triggers you, whether it's like a manager that's not so understanding Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, just the, the nature of like the environment, the the high pressure sales environment, for example, like if, if that's what triggers you, maybe you're not made for that environment. Maybe you should cross departments just for that reason alone. Right. So it's understanding those triggers and then removing them or at least taking, taking a break, taking a well-deserved. I
2: think, I think, yeah, you talked about a, a like a little bit at the beginning, but man, taking vacation and just cutting off from work is so so helpful. It really, it, you know, it's funny. Um, a lot of a lot of times, um, people take vacation, and they realize that they don't like their job and they quit. <laughs> like it happens it so happens, often. Yeah. They, they made like, that realization that like man, the amount of stress that's this job like. Did to me that forced me to leave the country, like, <laughs> and just really explore who I am as a person. Like, <laughs> you, you, it has to be a seriously stressful job for like you to make that decision on vacation to, to leave. Because I see it all the time.
1: The mental clarity you get. You the know. mental
2: clarity that you get.
0: Well, we saw it when we were in Thailand. We were taking a train from I think Bangkok to Chiang Mai, and we we were in a. Uh, uh, like a bunker sleeper train a sleeper, sleeper train. train um mm-hmm. with a guy that was going through exactly that except he wasn't working for like just anybody he was working it was his dad's company <laughs> and oh. he was he <laughs> i remember he was uh he was conflicted because after his vacation he was going to go back and tell his dad that he doesn't want to inherit the jeez yeah you know, that's, like, <laughs> that's that That could be a drama in in itself. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was uh yeah, no, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, whenever I, I, <laughs> I solo travel, like when I went to Europe, <laughs> Come I... Come back with job or what? No, like every every time I meet someone, I'm like, oh, why are you traveling? It's like, yeah, like I, I took some time off of work, but I'm thinking of quitting. <laughs> and like most of the time they just end up leaving because they, uh, you know, they discover something that or they have some clarity or, and just like, or just don't want, like sometimes they would be complaining about their work and job The entire vacation it's like well maybe that's a sign that like you should probably leave right because just it's consuming your life to a point where you're so stressed out it's probably it's probably time (laughs) yeah which telltale telling telltale
0: signs so i think the biggest takeaway here is you know if if you're currently in a situation where you're feeling burnt you're managing a incredible workload and you're stressed out of of, like out of your mind just be okay with taking that vacation if you haven't already you know it it's it's good to mentally reset find clarity you can't find clarity when your head's down in the trenches all the time you're you're too busy being busy right so I, i i think whether it's finding clarity and and figuring out your next move or just coming back refreshed and ready to be more productive like it it's highly recommended um Second, I think being okay to step away from your role as as we're not encouraging anyone to quit their jobs like necessarily, but you know, if you're in a, in a position where, you know, the environment just isn't right for you um, or the team environment isn't right for you, maybe you don't leave the company, but you know, start thinking about what those options are to remove yourself from that environment, whether it's a sales high pressure environment or just a bad manager bad team, toxic team, right? So, yeah. um, I think those are two takeaways. I, I feel like there was a third in there. Um, drawing boundaries. 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 Drawing boundaries. Exactly. Yeah, drawing
2: yeah. boundaries. Yeah,
0: Super important, right? Uh, yeah. For me, it was, I need my sleep so I can't check emails at night.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. we shut down at five or take breaks. Like, whatever it is for you, you have to set some sort of limits because if you don't set any limits, the job will take over.
1: Yep, it'll take over your life and we've seen it all happen. So, yeah, well, that's a great way to end it off. Then,
0: yeah, right. End off on a high note. The grass is greener on the other side, and you'll make it. Yeah, I think that's that's the takeaway. You're we're not saving lives, with the exception of any doctors listening to this. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. you are saving lives, and we thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you for your service. Yeah. So
0: yeah, that's all for now, folks. Cool. All Stay right. tuned for the next Stay one. Stay tuned for next, See next one.
2: time. See ya.